Hey everyone, today I will be reviewing Marvel's new-ish Halloween special, Werewolf by Night, and I really didn't know what to expect from this until that trailer came out, I think it was D23, and that trailer completely took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting this to go full retro hammer horror, but I'm so glad that it did. This was fantastic. I have a few nitpicks here and there, but overall, I think this is a massive creative win for Marvel. I hope they keep doing things like this. I hope they keep taking big swings because this really paid off. But uh, starting with the technical stuff, let's talk about Michael Giacchino. Um, I was very curious to see how he would be as a director. Obviously, we're familiar with him as a composer, but I think this is the first major thing he's directed, um, and he absolutely nailed it. The cinematography was great. Tons of beautiful visuals. Um, I absolutely loved, loved the black and white. I think we need more things in black and white. It's really an underappreciated style. Um, and in a lot of ways, black and white is more visually stunning than color. But also great was the production design. You could tell that this was all very practical. It gave the special that tactile feel that I love. Obviously, Michael Giacchino also composed the score. The score for this was phenomenal. Perfectly campy in the right moments, but also really ratcheted up the tension. It was stress-inducing. They just really perfectly captured the sound, the visuals, the feel of those old 30s, 40s, 50s universal horror movies, and I absolutely loved every second of it. Um, also, the tone, the retro campiness, the balance of humor and genuine thrills really worked. There were some really effective sequences that get your heart beating. Great action, great choreography. I was honestly more impressed with the choreography in this one special than a lot of the recent Marvel projects. It was well shot, well edited, perfectly gory. They pushed the brutality further than it's ever gone in Marvel before, but it didn't become overly stylized. It wasn't too much, and I love that. Um, so just really well made. Also, running through the performances, Gael Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell, just fantastic. I love how soft-spoken and kind-hearted he is, but then, of course, that's juxtaposed against the monster that he becomes. He's just a very captivating presence on screen, and I hope this isn't the last we see of him. Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone, also fantastic. Her story as this estranged daughter of Ulysses Bloodstone, really compelling. A lot of backstory there that I liked. This is another character I love and I hope to see more of in the future. And then Harriet Samson Harris as Verusa, just completely hamming it up, going for it the entire time, but it totally works. She completely nailed that balance of being over the top and campy, but not going too far. She's a great example of a performer taking what's on the page and completely elevating it and making a character memorable. And then also props to Michael Giacchino for directing all these actors, for getting great performances out of them. And then last but not least, Kirk Thatcher, Eugene Boudreaux, Leonardo Nam, Daniel Watts, the rest of the cast were all great as well. Major props to the makeup and costuming teams as well. Each of them had such distinct and instantly memorable looks, and I really appreciated that. So that's all for the performances. Let's now move on to the story. We begin with our modified Marvel logo and opening narration, which perfectly functions as an introduction to this world. We instantly get a good sense of the vibe they're going for. They show the Avengers, grounding us in the MCU before guiding us to a new corner of it. All of that was great. Shout out to the narrator as well, who did a great job. Um, we learn everything we need to know about the Bloodstone family and monsters and this whole new level to the MCU within literally 30 seconds. And this is a great example of efficient storytelling. So much is communicated without over-explaining things or needing a 10-minute exposition scene or an essay of scrolling text. 
the storytellers have such a huge amount of backstory and information that they need to convey. But notice how economically and how naturally they incorporated in. It was just really well done. So many Marvel movies nowadays are burdened with so much heavy-handed exposition and characters and all this explanation and, I don't know, MacGuffins and backstory and all this stuff. So this was just such a relief um, to have something so kind of breezy and you got all that information without um, sitting through a bunch of explanation. Really well handled, great writing. And uh, and of course, if you know me, you know I loved all that backstory. I loved the lore. I loved the world building. I can't wait to explore this new piece of the MCU. I love how they established it. They just completely nailed it. Moving on, Jack Russell walks in. He's kind of examining all the imagery of the dead monsters. Great acting from Bernal here because the first time you watch this, he's a little shadowy, a little cryptic, a little enigmatic. It's hard to discern his intentions. But then as you go back and revisit it or if you rewatch it, you see that it's really clear that he's just disgusted by the lack of sympathy for the monsters. And all of that is there on his face, but it's not too obvious as to spoil the twist. So he just struck that balance perfectly. Um, so I love that. Jack compares kills with the other hunter while Verusa lets Elsa in. Again, really great, efficient storytelling. One conversation with the hunter tells you everything you need to know about them, their philosophies, their values, and then Verusa's body language tells you everything you need to know about her relationship with Elsa. So that was great. I also wanted to quickly mention the humor throughout this special. It's really understated. It's really low-key. But things like Jack saying he's never looked more alive when talking about the dead monster, stuff like that, just really great, really funny. Elsa speaks to Verusa and we learn much more about their strained relationship and then Elsa's disdain for the family. So much compelling backstory revealed in such a brief scene. Really well done. Verusa speaks to the group, establishes the game, the stakes, and reveals Jack's kill count, um, which also works as a nice subversion of expectations. This soft-spoken hunter having the largest kill count. And then uh, I keep calling this special a breath of fresh air because I don't know how else to describe it. The simplicity of this story is so refreshing. It's so straightforward. It's so to the point. It's so easy to understand. It's so just simple and direct. And we see so many overstuffed and convoluted franchise movies. And I love how this just couldn't be further from that. And this is like the franchise antidote or something. If you're getting uh, Marvel fatigue or franchise fatigue, this is like the antidote to that. And you watch this and you just feel refreshed. And it's just kind of a nice relief from typical Marvel right now. Next up, uh, we see the Ulysses Bloodstone animatronic. He speaks, uh, explains more of the game, drops a dad joke, full on campy retro horror. And I just love it. I ate it up. Amazing. Verusa continues to be the MVP. I love every one of her acting choices, just like grabbing the hand of her dead husband and sobbing and just being over the top. Again, she just perfectly strikes that balance of being ridiculous and over the top, but still believable. She tiptoes right to the edge of believability, but never past it. It's perfect. And then uh, the bloodstone being the only color within the black and white is a nice touch. Uh, also, Giacchino's score, fantastic. It's loud, it's overbearing, it's in your face, but that's the point. That's the style of this type of movie really stands out. It's great. Um, we have now moved outside. We get kind of the creepy cult chant. We start sending people inside the maze. Shout out to the real MVP of this special, uh, the flaming tuba guy. Um, and then also the production design is fantastic. The maze is really beautiful, as well as when we were back inside. All the artwork, all the designs, all the detail on the walls, um, just really stunning and really rich. Moving a bit quicker through the story now, 
Everyone explores the maze. Elsa turns off the music. Jack and Elsa run into each other. We get the great jump scare where Elsa saves Jack from getting his head cut off. And then we're right into the action. Talking about action, you know my philosophy. One of the main things that I look for in an action scene is just one or two memorable moments, uh, memorable moves, punches, kicks, something like that. And this totally delivered. Elsa's Black Widow-esque takedown was awesome. If I had to nitpick, Elsa's head getting bashed into the corner of the wall, it did break verisimilitude for me. It briefly broke my immersion because I still don't believe she could just shake that off and be fine. Um, I know it's kind of part of this style, but it just didn't work for me still. Other than that, though, I absolutely love this fight. Um, just really well done. Elsa climbs to the upper level, chops off another guy's arm. Um, more awesome rolling around, fighting, kills him with his own crossbow, hides from the other guy. Um, again, just everything about this. The music, the choreography, the stunts, the brutality. Just chef's kiss perfect. It was so good and I loved it. Moving on, we get more great subversion of expectations. We learn that Jack is actually there to protect Man-Thing. Uh, I love this twist. I love the overall theme that is common in these types of movies that the monsters are more human than the actual humans. Um, it's not new. It's not revolutionary. It's an idea we've all seen before, but it didn't feel recycled. It didn't feel unoriginal. It was well executed. It felt natural. It fit. Um, so I love that. Talking about the look of Man-Thing, I love the design. Uh, just completely ripped right out of the comics. It looks like a one-to-one -one translation. I couldn't be more happy with it. The only thing I will say is that it's a little bit jarring to see the CGI monster when everything else is so practical. The CGI itself looks great, don't get me wrong. It's really well done, but it does stand out as being computer generated within what is such a real tactile practical special. And before anyone comments, I saw the pictures. I know that some of Man-Thing was actually practical, but it still looked like CGI to me and that was still jarring. But I will say, I'll happily accept the CGI for the design we got. Back to the story, Jack and Elsa are locked in. They kind of form a bond, eventually find the keys within one of the coffins, which was pretty fun. They agree to work together. Jack tries and fails to get the bomb to stick to the wall in a really effective comedic scene. Again, it's nothing revolutionary. It's not a joke we haven't seen before, but it just feels fresh. It's well executed and it, it just works. Man-Thing brutally kills a hunter, but he is instantly calmed by being called Ted. Thematically, calling him Ted, allowing him humanity, allowing him dignity, reveals that maybe he's not the monster Verusa believes he is. That just really works in line with that central idea we talked about. Uh, Jack blows a hole in the wall, Ted escapes, Elsa yanks the bloodstone off of him, and Jack is hurt by it. Obviously, because of all the knowledge of Marvel and then the casting, all this stuff, I knew Jack was going to be the werewolf, and I'm sure a lot of you did too. But I think for people who don't follow this stuff as closely, they will be surprised by this twist. And I like this twist. I like the reveal. Um, I think it was well done. Verusa captures Jack and locks him in a cage with Elsa to kill her. Uh, great conversation here as Jack. You can tell he genuinely wants to believe that everything's going to be okay. He's trying to be optimistic, but then Elsa is just doom and gloom. As she reveals the nature of their situation, Jack suddenly switches and just great acting here. Suddenly you hear the desperation, the urgency in his voice. Um, he really sells the danger of this moment. He knows he's in deep trouble, but he's trying everything he can think of to try to prevent the inevitable. Verusa comes in with the bloodstone and then it finally happens. We get the transformation. And I love, love, love the choice to place the camera on Elsa instead of Jack. Seeing the shadow of Jack transforming and then seeing it 
um, through Elsa's reaction and then just hearing the noises, um, allowing us to imagine what it could look like instead of showing us will always be scarier than anything they could show us, any costume, any CGI, whatever they could do. Our imagination can always come up with something scarier. So that was a really smart choice. Also, shout out to Laura Donnelly. Great performance from her selling that complete and absolute terror of this moment. Talking about the look of the werewolf. First of all, I just love the choice to make it practical. It just totally works. The costuming was great. Fantastic. Secondly, um, they kind of had a choice here. They could have leaned into the werewolf and made him less human, more werewolfy. Or they could have made him more human and less werewolfy. And I think they struck the perfect balance. I'm glad they didn't lean into the werewolf as much. Um, they made it so you can still tell there's a human under there. You can tell there's actually an actor under there, which is nice. Um, I think he looks great. Totally fits the vibe of this whole special. He grabs Verusa. They taser him. Um, and then we see the bent beams of the cage. He's escaped. Great shot where he's up on the ceiling above everyone. He jumps down. And then from here, just balls to the wall action. I love this. It was great. Um, we see both the werewolf and Elsa Bloodstone in all their glory, biting off ears, sword fighting, slashing necks. Uh, we get this mind-blowing, fantastic wonder where the camera slowly pushes inward on the door as the door is closing. And then Jack is just running around the room, ripping throats out, and there's blood splattering everywhere on the camera lens. The music is blasting. Uh, I can't describe how much I love this. The filmmaking here on the technical side, just working perfectly with the brutality, the choreography, the action, the music. This was just a moment that was firing on all levels, and I loved it. Um, and then Jack isn't fast enough. The door closes. Verusa grabs the bloodstone. She's stopped by Elsa. Elsa and Jack have that moment of recognition where uh, Jack doesn't kill her. The monster and the human, it's a trope we've all seen before, but it's great. I love how they're playing with it. It was well done. Jack runs out, leaves Elsa alive. Verusa tries one more time to kill Elsa, but then Ted comes in and kills her in an extremely satisfying moment that I loved. Elsa um, helps Ted find Jack. And then we get the moment where she kind of sits down in her new place with her new bloodstone. And then the color kicks in. She's wearing the classic comic book Elsa bloodstone red. And then somewhere over the rainbow plays. And again, just a fantastic moment. Um, this special does such a good job of getting you invested in every single character so that this moment feels satisfying. You've been rooting for her the whole time. You care about Elsa. You want her to win. And now that she's finally done it, it's really satisfying. Um, I cannot wait to see what she does next with the Bloodstone. This is a great ending for her. I have a feeling she's going to be running things very differently than her family. And I'm excited to see that. Um, and then we get Ted and Jack sitting together. They decide on sushi for dinner, and I just love their dynamic. It's really charming, really wholesome, really endearing. It puts a smile on your face, and uh, that brings us to the end. So those are pretty much all of my thoughts on Werewolf by Night. As you can tell, despite my occasional nitpicks here and there, I absolutely love this special. Um, I desperately want more of these characters, more of this world. I love this new corner of the MCU they've built out. I want to spend more time in it. Also, just the special presentation as a format is fantastic. I would honestly prefer to see more of these and less TV shows. Um, because they're shorter, you can have better production quality. You can have better money per minute on screen in terms of budget. The brevity of these things, the efficiency of storytelling is just so nice and such a relief. I love how this opens the door to so many new characters and unique stories that wouldn't necessarily warrant a movie or a show. 
And uh, I just love this and I can't wait for more. And this was fantastic. So what did you think of this special? Did you love it as much as me? Did you love it more than me, less than me? Let me know in the comments, email, form, or voicemail. And all those links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day.